What up? And welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. On this episode, one of my oldest internet friends, um, EJ, the bald-headed bastard, if you will, uh, he gives me a call. Um, he's a rapper. Um, we go way back. Uh, we reminisce about all of our old uh, rapping days on the internets. Uh, and then the second half of the episode is we do a top five favorite rappers list. I'm already not comfortable with mine, but you know, it's how it goes. So anyway, thanks for checking us out. A podcast with Mo. What up? And I'm going to go ahead and give a call to my homie EJ. Now, me and EJ go back like 11 years, maybe. One of my first internet friends, I believe, will reminisce on on how we met through the internet back in the day. Uh, he is a rapper. Uh, a very good one, I think. So anyway, let's give him a quick call and uh, get him on here. Hello? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? All right, so EJ, here's I just said that we've known each other maybe like 11 years through the internet, something like that, and uh, that's all the intro I gave. So who are you? Who are we talking to? This is EJ, the ball-headed bastard, you know, hip-hop artist, the extraordinaire, um, you know, but 40-year-old surgeon, a.k.a. million names out, out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, um, shoot, we go way back uh, to the to the... To the sound click days. Yeah, that's how I, yeah. I describe that time period. So for all of those um uninitiated or just too young, basically, if you're like if you're a young rapper in the game, this is what it used to be like. At least this was my experience, and I can let you, you know you can tell how yours went. For me, you know, I was uh like nineteen years old in college, um, trying to rap, you know. So I was at home looking up shit on how to rap. Somehow you find yourself on soundclick.com because that's where you would get all the beats. Right, like that's just where the beats were at. So uh somehow through that, one day I clicked the tab that said forums, and then all of a sudden you're like, Holy shit, there's like a whole bunch of fuckers that are like around my skill level or better or worse, you know. Uh, and they're all trying to collab and shit. Like it was just a crazy time, at least for me. That's how I felt about it. Yeah, uh so <laughs> I created my sound click page in two thousand and two. Oh, man, yeah. And I threw some songs up there, and I just left it alone. And I, I came back at, like, 2005 or six, and did the same thing you did. I was like, forums, what is this? What is this? And then I clicked on it, and I was like, oh, shit. There's a lot of people here, you know? And so I came up I came up with – I'm, I'm going to start spitting names off now. I came up with, uh, with uh, Bad Mofo which is uh, Mr. Perez now. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, I'm Facebook and, friends and, uh, with him. Uh, Corey Drums. Um, um, Makias Lopez. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the older guys that was on there before I started really messing around. Go Illa. And then there was like, that was like the first generation that, that had been on there since I had signed up, but they had been doing the thing and so by the time I got back to the forum boards, they were like legends on there already, especially like Corey Drums and and uh, Mr. Perez. You know, I think he was moderating one of the one of the boards. And so then there was like the second generation uh, uh, sound click guys that included like uh, you, uh, uh, JG, 
Sammy Boy, uh, Twizzy. Uh, oh, yeah, Twizzy. Uh, and was... all those guys. Yeah, Tw- yeah. <laughs> Twizzy. I keep... Yeah, Tw- Twizzy is actually doing his thing. I saw yeah. him on, uh, uh, on uh, King of the Dot. Uh, what's fun uh, is a few of these people, uh, you know, you would like, because Facebook wasn't like overtaken with old people back then. So like we're right. Facebook friends, a lot of us. So it's like I see people's like real life stuff and I'm like, oh, yeah, JG had a kid. Check him out, you know, or yeah, Mr. Prez is doing his freestyle fries or Twizzy. I'm friends with him as well with his emo stuff, uh, his screamo rap kind of hybrid fusion going on. Uh but yeah, it was it was super fun. I remember I wish I could think of his name right now. He he changed his name, but the first collab I remember me and you doing together, um, that was like my song, um, was a song called Be Original. Yeah. And, with and, uh with uh Rob J, the truth, but he goes by Jones Andrews now. That's exactly what I tried to give. I was like, what the fuck was his name? <laughs> I knew he changed yeah. it. Yeah, he changed. So let me grab a pen Pass me that bone Let me hit it again Shit Now my mind's right Let us begin Used to be about more than drugs Hoes and be fin But hey, I'm not trying to say I'm not about the drugs and hoes I mean shit them the only ones who love them more But I've been like Where did all your passion go? Everyone hates on auto-tune And people rapping slow I'm trying to make good music It's best to let you know Take this box and use it Go make your own I speak from the heart You ain't got a lot to be cool I told you from the start Man, I ain't trying to be y'all fools I love who I am My views on hip-hop politics If you say I ain't doing rap I guess don't call it this no, a gangster, but I've smoked crack on a shit. Just a white kid read my body scripts. I'm trying to do me, they just wanna hold me back. Makes me hit the bong so hard, I need some shoulder pads. That makes me laugh. Let's just make music. It's not hard to be original, you're just not used to it. You're just not used to it. I'm sorry, you're just not used to it. It's not hard to be original, you're just. You're just not used uh, to it. I guess you're not used to it. That coop, I've been fluid. Cause no longer am I chicken when it comes to this music. And if that previous line you ain't catch, then I suggest you run it back when your ears had a rest. Yes, uh, so original I beat it. Most definitely imagine the quality of quality. Who else you know can be underground but mainstream? Not on every other track, but simultaneously. So genuine with the rap, my fans so anxious. Your village in the slum, cause your love is so tainted. You original for a track, but can't make Maintain it, cause you hear something new, still it is same thing. That rhyme that you wrote, please erase it all. Style flowing wordplay, you done traced it all. While y'all by the flop, I'm headed to the top. Cause I'm more original than basketball. All more on first, Rob J on second, EJ on deck to teach y'all a lesson. Consider this a blessing. When I say in order to make it, you gotta be original in this profession. So, nigga, please, what you hate is gon' do. When you know what I'm saying, it's super like Goku. Trying to do me, but they just hold me back Makes me hit the bone so hard I need shoulder pads That makes me laugh Let's just make music It's not hard to be original You're just not used to it Um, you're just not used to it Um, you're just not used to it I know, y'all just aren't used to it 
I know they just aren't used to it. Like a Nike shoe, be original and just do it. Flowing like the Nile, my nigga, I'm so fluid. Original like the wings that the angels flew it. Rip these, believe it or not, I thought you knew it. As the beat picks up, I thank the originators, the creators, some of the ones we call the greatest. But at the same time, the haters one of the greatest. Not for mainstream, the DJs won't even play us. Still a smile on my face from the Nile and the hate, but I'm still look so great. Just listen to my tapes, my bad. I'm in CDs, no, it's MP3s now. Lotto's haters serving fries at Mickey D's now. Slowing down, never stay pushing the envelope. I put just so much salt and pepper can still stay afloat in what we call hip hop. And I won't stop. Originality is how I'm moving to the top. I'm trying to do me, they just want to hold me back. Make me hit the bone so hard I need some shoulder pads. That makes me laugh. Let's just make music. It's not hard to be original. You're just not used to it. You're just not used to it. I'm sorry. You're just not used to it. It's not hard to be original. You're just... You're just not used to it. That's my guy. I talked to him probably about like three months ago. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. I mean, that was like a big deal for me. So um, I used to record uh, on this like shitty USB microphone, right? And and that was really, I wish I would have known about audio interfaces and XLR mics. Like I was just an idiot. Like I was, I was ignorant to all of it until I started a podcast and I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. Um, that's why my music sounds a little crisper now than it used to. Um, but I, w- I just wanted to do cool collab songs with people, you know, and uh I remember doing Be Original, getting y'all two on, and it was a big deal because, like, yeah, y'all are very prolific. I would say uh, y'all are definitely, like, a tier above me. I, I think I put out this mixtape called Call It What You Want, and when that happened, all of a sudden, I think I, I jumped a level from where I was, and then I could, like, hang with a lot of people on collabs. But at the beginning part, um, I had a lot of y'all just like, sure, I'll help you out and be on a song, but I really wasn't that great. Like, Jay King is also a good friend of mine on the internet. Um I remember he would jump on all kinds of tracks and he was just so much better than me at the time. And I was like, thanks man. Appreciate it. Right. Like, so it, so my purpose on SoundClick, and I think a lot of the people's purposes that on SoundClick, like with me, like the first person that ever, ever collapsed, cause I was having a hard time getting people to get on songs with me, which is crazy when you think about it. Right. And so the, the first person to ever, get on a song with me or want to collab with me was Smack. You remember him? What was the name? Smack. S-H-M-A-C-K. Yeah, white person, right? Yeah. Like it? Yeah, yeah from, from Indiana. I do remember. His, his mic quality was the, was incredible. Yes, it was like top of the line for people there. Right, right. And he was only 17. And I told him, I was like, look, um, and there's a couple people that I was like that with. I was like, anything that you want me to get on, I'm on it. If I can get on it, smack you, Sammy boy, um, um, Mr. Prologic. It was a, it was a couple people. It was a couple people that I was like, look, y'all was fucking with me when didn't nobody else want to fuck with me. So I got you on anything that y'all got. And it sort of just grew from there. And it, it, it I miss it. I miss it a lot. I miss it a lot. I you know, agree. Cause now you, you got to search for things. You got to search through a lot of, 
clutter now to do things like we were doing on SoundClick. Well, the modern, the like today's rappers that are doing what we were doing then, they would claim Reddit, right? They'll say like the making hip hop thread in Reddit. And I've tried to go through there and I get, you know, I've gotten some artists to be on my music podcast through that. And, and they're, it's okay, but it, their mods are so annoying, I feel like, right? Like, I like one dude, I was like, hey, I have a podcast. I'd love to play some rap artists on this podcast, kind of trying to do a demonic thing. And we'll get in the whole SDB thing as well, because I think that was a big fucking deal. Um, you know, I'm trying to really just show love. I ain't really doing my music podcast for me to get anything. I mean, I play my music, but it's really so people can hear cool songs. And someone will be on there like, hey, this isn't the place for that. And I'm like, well, where would be the place? So anyway, I just think Reddit's annoying. It's nothing like SoundClick. SoundClick was just, I don't know, it was so much better. Um but yeah, two people we didn't mention. One, Supata. Supata was like a big fucking deal at the time or whatever for me um, because he'd done these uh, mixtapes called The Unsigned Hype. He had one, right. two, and three or something. And yeah. I, I still remember, and I put it up on my SoundClick, or SoundClick, on my SoundCloud page if anyone wants to go check it out. Um, the first one I ever done collab with anybody uh, that I remember that like I earned a spot was Supatai accidentally sent me this beat uh, called the baddest or a song called the baddest with an open verse. And he meant to send it to someone else, but like I wrote and recorded the verse within like 30 minutes and sent it back. And he was like, Oh yeah, that's badass, dude. I'll just keep that. And I was like, Oh my God, this is great. And it's still one of my favorite verses. So, right. Yeah. yeah. This your boy, demonic strictly down to business productions. You are tuned in to my man, Super Tie. Super Tie. This is the Unsigned Hype Volume 2. I can taste the combined battle if I can spit greatness. Hate this. Cause I don't vibe to your fake shit. Amazing. Switch it up, get a game of facelift. Patience. Pretty strong like I'm on the mace tip. Face I break rules like you laid head. I try something similar to a spaceship. Soldier in my own army fighting with the mother cats. I'm a big dog and use a knowledge red. Hold up. I know they like goddamn. I see why they call you Mr. Make It Happen, man. You rule with the flow. The boy is so nice. In the ring, one swing, knock him out. I might ride with it. Yeah, try to ride with it. Understand what I got, dog. Check my vision. Sophisticated. I'm a motherfucking powerhouse. Spit to your brain. Overload a fucking power. Ow. And I don't know, that was just, I really enjoyed collabing with Supatai. For whatever reason, he just had more of a, like, radio-made sort of beats, right? And I enjoyed being able to just be, like, a missing piece of, like, oh, I'll just do a vulgar, because I used to do a lot of vulgar, like, pussy-eating raps. That was, like, my thing, right? And so, like, I would just right. do one of those on Supatai's 
songs and it was it fit perfect and I was just good to go. I don't know. I remember it was being very fun. Yeah, I, I remember Super Ty. I want to say that 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 uh that mixtape series went up to four point five. I don't know why they did that, but uh, I, I yeah he. I want to say that we were on a couple of those too. Um, yeah, it was those, those were super fun. And then uh, there were the uh, there was a couple of uh series like uh. Uh, I don't know if you ever got into uh, Traffic Light with that QSJ radio, but he had a couple of he had a couple of ones called uh, "Don't Sign Me, I'm Good." That's um, a good name. I want to say, yeah, I want to say it went up to like volume five. But uh, Q- Google uh, when you get the chance, Google QSJ radio because he's still actually doing it. Like, say, it sounds really it familiar. Like I feel like they yeah. added me on something somewhere. I, I, pro- I probably added you to so I, I pro- everybody that I was messing with on SoundClick at some point in time. I probably sent him a song. You know, I sent him lots of songs. Right, right. Really, I was messing with SDB and QSJ. Those were like the only internet radio stations that I was messing with. Right. At so the time. perfect trade. So early internet radio. Um, there were these guys out of San Diego. Mainly one guy. Like, I'm not trying to hate on Nocturne, but Demonic was really running it, in my opinion, right? Like, in hindsight. Right. Uh, Noct was also a member of SDB, which stood for Strictly Down to Business. But Noct was, like, the radio host. So every Tuesday and Thursday from, like, 9 to 11 my time, probably, like, 10 to midnight yours, uh, they he would go live and he would play these songs and we would be in the chat room, all of us artists, and we would basically be like, hey, play my shit. And we would, you know, give each other feedback. Um and Demonic was always really friendly and cool. And it was just a great time. I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed those uh, internet radio shows. Now, I do my podcast, and people have asked me to do it live, uh, the rate, the music ones. But I just don't have, the like, the setup, really, to do it. And I'm making a podcast. I think what I'm doing is slightly different. But uh, overall, he is, like, the inspiration behind the reason I want to show off people's music. Because it was... It's just hard to explain how fucking cool it was at the time. I don't like no one else was listening to our shit, at least not me. And like I could send it in and he'd be like, hey, that was cool or that wasn't. Um, like I still remember I sent in I did we done a remix, Super Tie actually got on it of the My Chick Bad, the Ludicrous song. And I fucking murder the My Chick Bad Ludicrous song. Like it's still to this day, I'm like, yeah, I done a really good job on that. My, my chick bad. Your chick bad, do my chick worse. About to kill this first man loaded in the hearse. Put my hands up, they skirts and tickle it till it squares. She say she done it hundred times, but that feeling was the first. Give me one second, then I give her my portions. Chick so bad, man, she down with abortions. Not to beat a dead horse, but see that ass in them jeans. Keep my head boy knocking, man, hear them hoes scream. Probably problems with her father, but I be getting them wetter than sharks, seals, and otters. My chick so bad, man, we playing cops and robbers. And your chick ain't bad, do do do, so don't even bother. And I remember, like, everyone went fucking nuts in the chat room when it happened. And it was, like, such a good feeling, right? Like, fuck yeah. Check me. I don't know. I just, it all meant a lot at the time. Right. It, it's it's real good to, to uh, you know, for me, 
it's cool for like the fans to like the music, but for me, I like it when my peers like the music. You right. know, I, I I always feel like if I can get my peers to fuck with it, then I I'm for me I'm doing my job. You know, I I'm the kind of person I've never made music to impress fans. I just make music to 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 say things that I feel. You know, um, and and I think with with SDB it was like it had a real good community family feel to it. You know, I think I mean I think Demonic's wife uh, actually like drew that picture. You remember that picture that Demonic wife drew? It had like my name on it, your name on it, LPI was on it. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that Tippy was on it. He was eating a bowl of cereal or something like that. Oh yeah, Tippy was also a cool dude. I'm sort of friends with him on Facebook. He's like a Philadelphia guy. Uh, yeah. There's a, I remember there was one beef like beef moment. Uh, that I'm just going to bring up. So there was this other rapper and his name was Mr. Showtime. Now I really hate being negative, but I remember thinking back then, like you, I didn't really particularly like his style, right? There's something about his style. I was like, I, I don't like it myself, but he always would get, I done like 12 or 14 collab verses for him, right? Like I was on a bunch of his songs because he'd be like, Hey, I have an open verse. And I was like, sure, man, I'll jump on it. And there's some of my favorite verses, but something happened where he like tried to message, direct message Demonic's girl, and then it turned into this whole like fuck him, and then they would never play any of his songs anymore. And I and I would get so mad because I'd be like, no man, it's some of my best verses. Can you all at least play like my part? <laughs> but like I remember that was like a big deal. That like, it wasn't a big deal, but like for our world, I remember it feeling like a big deal. We're like fuck. Right. He sent a message to Demonic's girl. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, would be all about it. Uh, oh, it's fucking crazy time. Also, side note, I think I'm going to try to, all those times we mentioned songs, I'm going to try to sprinkle them in. I'm going to try to, like, put a fucking segment so these listeners will know, you know, the, right. sound, the sound click music. And I'll probably play, like, uh, like our song, uh, You're on a Song of Mine, off uh, my favorite mixtape I ever made was called Call It What You Want To. And, uh-huh. um, Fuck, I can't even think of the name of the song. Second Chance. Are we talking? Second Chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was digging. I was listening to some some of the old music from before. And um, correct me if I'm wrong. So we did a song together called War, right? Yeah. I'm one piece, not war, it's not hard to understand Much love to the troops in Iraq and Afghanistan Hope you come home, get high until you can't stand Go ask EJ, I'm sure he knows firsthand They say Iraq's over, I don't really agree Cause the TV controls what we see when it happens overseas I just want my knowledge to spread like a disease Oh yeah, fuck the drug war, legalize the trees You not as high as me to tell you the truth It would surprise me if they really wanted a war in the booth Cause I attack slash shoot, leave their feelings with wounds My hippie attitude, I get more blown and filled up balloons Get high as these Killing my dude, yo fuck Fox News, I refuse to let them confuse It's like the world really don't want peace anymore I guess that's what my motherfucking weed's good for, uh
repetitions, I'm giving them what they missing Cause so much pain with the walls, they won't listen And in addition, they multiply that division Between the lower class and the upper class, they be bitching What? Lost 50 stacks in the stock market? I wish I had two stacks to put in my pocket Nah, cause I would blow it all away And when I say blow, I mean blowing off that Mary J huh. They should legalize and realize that it's very pointless To monitor, protect, and serve what I feel my joints with It's the only thing I can alleviate my joints with I think I need to go to Cali and make an appointment Cause there is a war going on And maybe they won't make me go again while I'm hitting the bomb Like bad ghosts, you people are dead wrong What the fuck are y'all doing? Just follow the book in the song Now, when I first heard it My verse was off by a little bit Did you go? But when I recently heard it it wasn't off. Did you go back and fix that verse at some point in time? No, I've, uh, I mean, maybe before like the mixtape come out, I fixed it, but I right. haven't fixed it since then. I don't have any of those, uh, projects right. or anything. And honestly, that, and that's such a shitty thing with collabing with people is trying to match it. I'm way right. better at it now, right. you know, cause I've been doing it for so long, but fuck, I've been trying to collab with people recently, like producers and stuff, and I'll send them a verse. And it's just like a quarter of a beat off. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I get so pissed. But I think back right. to then when we were just like, fuck it. It's fine. Just leave. We just would let everything slide. We would yeah. just let it ride. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh, you know what? It's a little bit. Because it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was uh, late by like half a beat. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Even still. Right. Because I'm okay. like, I'm listening. And I was listening to it. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, and then I heard it probably like a week ago. It wasn't that long ago because I, I try to get nostalgic and be like, all right, let me listen to songs that I don't have because, you know, uh, I lost all of my files, all of them. I don't have, I've, I don't have anything, you know? And so everything that I've ever done is on the internet somewhere if it got put up by somebody else, you know? I mean, I have all of the albums that I did. But all the collabs and stuff like that, I have none. Zero. Zero collabs. See, I have, I probably have like 80% in a file, uh, like on a flash drive, you know, that I've kept around. I could send you, you know, anything I have. Uh, but there's a few things I have lost. There's some collabs where I'm like, I remember this collab and I want it. Like, I remember so vividly, I can do the whole song right now uh, of the other person's verse, not my own. Of I've done a, the Jerk song when it first came out. Uh, with this dude from England called D dash something. I can't remember his exact name. And I just, it was so funny. Cause my whole verse was about jacking off. Right. I was like, right. my girl don't make me come. She should jerk me a little faster. Like I was trying to do that whole thing with jerk. And his whole thing was like a political rap song. And I would <laughs> laugh every time I would play it. Cause he's like so serious. Like something happened with parliament buying pornography and he's like going into the nitty gritty details. And then <laughs> right. my verse comes on and I'm like, I'm jerking my dick, jerking my dick. Um, anyway, fucking <laughs> good times. Uh, I also remember we done the tie. I'm trying to remember all the claps, the tie your hands or whatever the Robin Thicke song was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause that I was one that I, I sent that to you. <coughs> Excuse me. That was off the, uh, I want to say that was off of, Showing my colors that I sent to you. Sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, I remember I thought I did a pretty de- good job. You know, it was like some yeah. serious shit. And then TK, who I've had on my music right. podcast, and he's, you know, a Facebook friend as well. I remember he, like, that's the only collab we have, we've ever done together. So that was cool. Um, I'm sure there's other songs I'm forgetting. But anyway, 
one thing real quick before we get into you're also gonna do a top five list while you're called in here um yeah but before that SoundClick had this thing and i don't know if you remember it but there was a thing on the forums where there was like a top eight songs and then like someone would have one of those eight songs and then you could challenge them and then they would make like a forum of those two and then people would vote over the week and then like if you beat them you would like be one of the eight songs and i remember thinking it was the coolest shit and then uh you remember the uh the uh, TVT battles that they used to do. Yeah, that also sounds. Oh, those were the best. I, I, I made a lot. Of, so, me and uh, Rob J, we made it to the finals of the last one that 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 uh, Mofa that uh, Mr. Perez had did, and uh, he ended up winning for a song called "Lyrical Homicide," and I did the song like this. <laughs> Uh, for that round and uh, ever since then I was like yo Rob we need to collab 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 we me, me and Rob probably got an album's worth of collaborations that we did over the years right I like, mean, I, <laughs> Jay King was my dude uh, I guess her sound click like he was always one like if I really needed a verse for my mixtape or whatever, I needed something or whatever, like I would hit him up immediately and he'd be like, Yeah, I got you tomorrow, you know, or whatever. And I would do the same for him. Uh JG, who is like a big deal, honestly, in my opinion, he's so fucking good these days. He was another one that was kind of like that. You know, I'd hit up JG and be like, Hey man, can you please get a verse for me? Uh, it was just a different time. I know I've done a verse for you that I've never heard. I don't know what ever happened to it. Uh when I was actually oh, retired talk- from rap, I I know what you're talking. You're talking about the uh, the barely legal one, right? Um, I, I just remember like so. I took a five year gap where I didn't make any rap music, but in the middle of that, you were like, "Hey, I work at yeah. this telemarketer place." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's the one. The barely legal one. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, I work at a telemarketer place, and you're like, "Yeah, it fucking sucks." I'm making a song about it, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll help." So I don't know what ever happened to that, but I know that happened. I, so, the, so I did make the song, um, but so, I, so you know, I went down to Full Sail to go to school in uh, 2012, and at that, fr- from 2012 up to now, my music making abilities have been not like what they were before, and so. At that point in time, you know, it was 2016, I believe. And at that point in time, I was messing around with this this girl. I'm, she, matter of fact, I was messing around. I was messing around with Lynette. She was actually she would actually come on the show on the SDB chat room sometimes. And you know, it was just a lot to try to do that and deal with the drama that was coming. Um, I'm gonna leave that there because we we talking about other things, and so. I did make the song. I do have about five or six songs that I haven't released, and I'll probably do like some kind of release of those songs when I don't know. I might just Kanye West it and just do seven songs and put it out, you know, and call it a day. Yeah, because there's a couple of songs that I that that I have on my phone still that I just need to to uh, put on some because at some point in time I'm like, well. That's not mixed too good. It's not mixed like that. Oh, I recorded this without a mic. And then it's like, you know what? I'm artistic. 
And I think I'm just going to do it anyway. Right. You know, and start right. the day. I mean, yeah, do, do whatever you love or, you know, enjoy doing That's how I see it. Oh, one more person I really need to shout out because I feel like I'd be an idiot if I didn't shout them out. They're one of my best internet friends from SoundClick days, which is Mr. Barkley. So, yeah, Mr. Barkley was the homie. He's the first person ever, and I think he even listens to this podcast, so um, I, that's all I want to shout him out. But he was the first person ever hit me up and was like, hey, I think you're good. Right, like he hit me up on an email or a message, whatever it was, and he was like, "Hey, I think you're really good, and I would love it if someday I was good enough that we could do a collab song together." And I was like, "Fuck that, bro! Let's just do a collab song. I ain't shit." And it was, you know, the start of we done a whole mixtape together called "Blonde Hair Don't Care." Um, right, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it's about that it's about time. That time. If you don't know, listen up, you thought you knew, I'ma show you real talk, this is real life, it's the Barkley, Mo, so low, that's the big, big, check it, I'ma tell you all right now. I, me and Barkley were just, we were homies for sure. Maybe someday I'll get him to call in on the podcast. Uh, but that just means a lot. Like even now, you know, I make beats and I make this podcast and I, I make rap music. And I get very little compliments. And I'm not trying to like fish for compliments or whatever. But um, I do worry because, you know, I'm an artist and I get depressed and shit. Where I'm like, man, I don't, no one's ever like, dude, you're just killing these beats, bro. You know, like that doesn't happen to me. Um, but I do think they're pretty good. And I sold one a couple weeks ago. So I feel like, hey, I'm doing something. Uh, b- but it is always cool when someone's just like, hey, you're good. You know, you're doing good shit. So I can't trust any compliments I get for the next two weeks because of what I just said. But in case they heard right. that and they're now giving me fake compliments. But right. anyway, Barkley was the man for back then being all cool. And we made some fucking cool songs together. So that was um, always awesome. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, man. So you're here for a, an important top five list. We've basically started doing more top five lists lately. Uh, it's it's easy content basically. So we're gonna do top five favorite rappers, uh, draft style. So if someone picks them, you can't pick another one. Uh, so we're gonna see how this goes. I'm probably gonna go a lot more mainstream if I had a guess than you are, but yeah, you, we'll see. You're, you're probably you probably are gonna go a little bit more mainstream. And in my brain, I was kicking this around all day. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna do it a little bit differently. Um. Than most people, because you know, I mean, uh, the elephant in the room. I'm 40 years old, <laughs> you know, and so I've been around a long time. I've been around almost as long as hip hop has, right. and so I've listened to a lot. And so I'm thinking in my brain, I'm gonna give my favorites for certain periods of time, and then wrap it up with who I'm fucking with right now. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, and I'm 31, just so people uh, know our ages here uh, for why we right. like these things. And then, uh, like, for instance, I was in a group chat with some rapper, producer people, 
Um, I actually left the group chat today because I was just like, I'm so over it. But uh, when we would talk about rappers they love, and they'd just be like, fucking young thugs of goddamn Tupac. And I'm like, what is wrong? What are you talking right. about? And they're like 19. I'm like, I guess because you're young. But Jesus, man, like, just. You, you know what's crazy, though? I can see how people look at young thug like Tupac now because he doesn't. So if I look at lineage, I'll I'll, I'll say it like this. A little quick lineage, and I and and I know I know that Wayne is one of your guys. Yeah. So it's it goes from Lil Wayne to Young Thug to all these people that sound like Young Thug. No, oh, dude. You know we'll, what I mean? We'll get through my number one choice, and I'll fully right. explain my problems. Uh, with who my favorite? Anyway, all right. So since you're the guest, I'm gonna let you go first. So who are you gonna pick as your number one? All right. So my number one pick. I thought about this for a long time. So this is going to come from the 80s. My number one pick is going to come from the 80s. So my number one pick is Shock G slash Humpty because they're the same person. Right, right. Um, and so pretty much, you know, I'm a di- I-, I was a big digital underground fan um, growing up. And um, when I first started being able to realize what it was that I was listening to, it was digital underground Humpty Dance. Um, it wasn't until later that I found out that Shock G and Humpty was the same person because, you know, back then they were trying to figure out, they thought that they were twins and then they had people coming up, putting the nose on and all that stuff. But the first person for my list is Shock G slash Humpty of Digital Underground, one of the first people to come with funny raps, not taking themselves too seriously. And that's why I rock with... um. Doc G was pretty much the leader of that group, and so that's why I'm rocking with him. Yeah, um, honestly, I tell a lot of people the first the first rap music I remember hearing as a white kid in the middle of Oklahoma um, in 1992, I guess it would be. I remember getting this cassette tape, and there was a song on it called Tic Tac Toe, and the guy was like, Tic Tac Toe. The more you knew, the more you know, right, or whatever the fuck the song. I don't remember how it went, but I remember being like, oh, fucking rap music's awesome, because everyone else in my world listened to country music, but the second rap song I remember listening to is the Humpty Dance, because it was fucking huge, so uh, I don't think people quite get how much of a big deal it was back in the day. Like, everyone knew that song. Right. That was my, that was, that was the song. I mean, it was, you know, around that time, you know, hip hop was, was really still trying to find its, 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 its place in music. And when that came out, the Humpty Dance, if I remember this correctly, NWA was already out. They were starting to shift towards gangster rap, get away from the partying. And so Digital Underground sort of tried to keep that alive and, you know, I, I, I rocked with them until they disbanded uh, before the 2000s came. Right. And then Tupac's kind of a member of Digital Underground. So that's. Yeah. Like- and, and so he kept, he sort of kept it going. And, and, and you know, it's crazy because, you know, I remember watching uh, uh, early videos before Tupac started rapping. He was like a pack. He was a dancer for Digital Underground. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we already gave this away, but I'm going to go with my number one is Lil Wayne. Now, I had to do a lot of like, but this is why, which is probably like a means I shouldn't be so ashamed because he's great. But when uh, I was really young, my cousin, Rusty, who calls it on this podcast from time to time, he he loved rap music. Right. And he influenced a lot of the music and video games and everything else I, I enjoy in life. 
and he loved Cash Money Records. Like he just fucking loved. Like all we listened to was Big Timers or uh, Hot Boys. Um, you know, Juvenile. Like we just listened to a lot of Cash Money Records. So when I was like twelve, you know, and let's see, nineteen ninety nine, I think, is when like the Hot Boys blew up. So I would have uh, been eleven then. Yeah, eleven or twelve years old. And I, I'm riding around in a car with him because he gets his license. He's like four years older than me. That's what we're listening to. And Lil Wayne was the youngest of the Hot Boys and of that whole record label. So as a young person, I was like, I like Lil Wayne. Like, I just chose him, right? <laughs> For whatever reason. So right. I remember enjoying him then, you know, even when I was young. And then I went to this nerd camp, like this math and science camp uh, with kids from all these states. And there were these two black kids from New Orleans and they had this cash money watch on. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, cash money millionaires. And they were so impressed that I knew who the fuck cash money millionaires were, given right. what I look like. <laughs> um, they were like, for real? And I was like, yes. And I, you know, it was all like, this is the Carter because the Carter one just come out at that time. And I knew that whole thing. So uh, every, they just thought I was cool. And uh, then Lil Wayne blew the fuck up like he just did. And then he put out so many mixtapes and Honestly, that's what I like. I mean, his albums are cool, but when I, you know, I got my license um, and I'm driving around and I just need new music. You know, I was a Napster kid. I was downloading fucking everything. Uh, right. I, I enjoyed the fact he would just put out so much fucking music that I was like, never enough music. So uh, just throughout my whole life, I've enjoyed Little Wayne. But yes, as you alluded to earlier, he did basically birth everything I hate about rap music now. Right, like, but Lil Wayne was so good at it. Like, Lil Wayne could be fucked up on lean and and slur some words, and it was funny as fuck, and I loved it. Maybe I'm just an old man now, so when young kids do it, I'm like fucking idiot. But I think, I, that, yeah, <laughs> I am aware that Lil Wayne's like he is the father of that thing of what everything I hate now with the mumble rappers. I think, anyway, maybe I'm being I, unfair. I, I mean, I, I I agree with you. Um. You know, but also, too, I think, I mean, I, I, I haven't heard, I heard, like, Lil Wayne last album, and I fucked with it. I mean, I, I was waiting for it. And, you know, I wasn't always a, a, a proponent of Wayne, but as I got older, I was, I was like, yeah, I can appreciate what he's done for hip-hop. I mean, like, he, he you can't deny what he's done for hip hop, especially during his mixtape run when he was getting on everything. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, that, that that sort of set the blueprint for other artists. Those like, oh, if I do a bunch of collabs, I'm getting promotion from them promoting themselves. Right. And honestly, you know? uh I I could just I can imitate him pretty well. Like, you know, I don't like the six foot, seven foot uh verses back in the day. And I like I'm just do a pretty good Lil Wayne impression. So for whatever reason, like he has uh, influenced my rap style as well. So I kind of have to lock him like, you know, a little bit. I don't know, but I will say the Carter two is my favorite Lil Wayne album. So like, that's probably my actual favorite era. And I would say I like his albums worse as they go on from there. As far as the Carter three, four and five, like I just think they get worse, but I understand like that's not a popular opinion. But like I right. can sing like the whole Carter two front to back, not skipping any song, you know, like that's just my shit. So um just where I was at the time. All right, who is your number two? All right, so my number two going to come from the nineties, and I really had a hard time figuring this out 
who I was going to pick because it was it came it came between two people, and they're both in a group. They're both in the same group, and so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rock with the one that's that that's been more busy and the one that's more lyrical. So my second pick is Crazy Bone from the group Bone Thugs and Harmony. Now, if anybody's heard anything that I've ever done, you'll probably realize that I am heavily influenced from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, when I remember when they came out, I was just so, I never heard anything like them before when they came out and the harmonies, the fast, rap, I mean, I heard fast rapping, but it was sort of like the guy off those old micro machine commercials, right. you know, it was like an auctioneer. And I was like, oh, this is stupid. They were the first ones that started rapping fast that I was like, oh, I, I want to, I want to go on the internet and look up the lyrics to see what they're saying so I can say them too. Right. <laughs> you know, um, now as far as so it was between Crazy Bone and Busy Bone for me. Um, I, I was having a hard time deciding because Busy Bone really is my favorite one out the group, but he 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 don't stay as busy as Crazy does, and Crazy his solo efforts are way better than Busy's solo efforts. Um, I just like the the way that they came in the game and and they they carved out a niche for themselves because at that point in time it was pretty much east coast and west coast that was pretty much it right. um down right. south was like blocked off and music was kind of different too um at the time because like if you were living up north you wasn't really hearing that much down south stuff if you were living down south you were hearing like the most popular up north stuff but you were hearing a lot of down south like i didn't hear any down south music Minus uh, like the like the Florida bass music until Outkast came out in '92. Right, that was the, they were the, those were the first Georgia artists that I heard of. I mean, I don't really count Ghetto Boys, um, because that's Texas. I mean, if you want to really say Texas is South, okay, I, I look at Texas as its own little entity as far as music is concerned. I don't really look at them as Southern. I mean, from a geographical standpoint, yeah, it's Southern hip hop, but Texas always been on their own thing. But uh, my second, uh, yeah. So my second pick is Crazy Bone because he's just super lyrical. He he he's still making music. He just came out with an album a couple weeks ago, you know. And so it, it, it's you know he, he's been holding down the Bone Thugs, the Bone Thugs legacy like how I like and and I I, I love him for that. Hell yeah. And all right. So two things. Uh, one, Crossroads was the biggest fucking deal ever in the skating rink when I was in like third grade or whatever. Uh, the the power of that as a pop song can't be understated. Like it was a big fucking deal. Uh, and yeah, Bone Thugs are awesome. I have a lot of uh, friends who fucking love Bone Thugs. So I think it's a good choice of any of them. And then all the stuff you're talking about, it reminded me, so I just want to plug it. Uh, if anyone has Netflix, there is a hip hop documentary series called Hip Hop Evolution. And it's so fucking good. It, they have three seasons, four episodes a season. So it's 12 episodes. Um, they cover Ghetto Boys, uh, two live crew kind of popping it off in Florida, Outcast being the first. And like they cover all of that. And it's so good. So good. So anyway, um, if anyone out there is interested, check it out. Um, all right. My second choice I'm going with is someone I talk about all the time on this podcast whenever like rappers or my albums and shit gets brought up. So I'll try to keep it quick, but it's XV. So XV's like 
my dude, right? So like when someone actually asks me who my favorite rapper is, I always say XV because I know he's someone not a lot of people know about. So I get to like flex my muscles of like, let me show you this awesome rapper you've never heard of. Um, he's from Kansas. He, I, I just, I don't know. He has a, the first song I ever heard of it was called Vizzy, Vizzy, Vizzy. And the beat was so dumb because it sounds like the beat's going, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck's going on? And then um, the dude kind of raps like me in a way. Like, he's pretty uh, – he's just talking. I don't know. Uh, he's not, like, r- saying he's shooting people and shit because he's not. And he might rap about uh, playing a video game. You know, like, I was like, oh, fuck, this dude's just kind of being real with, like – real for like my world right and so like there was some about that i was like this is fucking awesome so um i will say i have probably like 70 of his songs on my ipod and i don't skip any xv song that comes on so i just fuck with xv hardcore like that i mean as a song with talib quali and you can't go wrong when that happens so right um anyway really fucking love xv i would highly recommend everyone Look him up if you've never heard of him. He's still putting out new music, uh, but those mixtapes from my college years are really like, you know, my shit. I'm definitely going to have to look him up. All right, man. Definitely. So uh, who do you want to go with for your third choice? So my third pick is going to come from the years 2000 to 2009. Not necessarily when they came out, but when I actually found out about them. So this rapper. Um, also has influenced my style ever since I heard him. Also from the Midwest, also a chopper, Tech Nine, aka Tech Nina, or however you wanna yeah, yeah. use his AKAs. So another Kansas rapper, back to back Kansas rappers. Yes, yeah, back to back Kansas rappers. <laughs> so with Tech, um, you know he, the way that he chops his words is different. You know, the way that he raps fast, it's different. And I love his animation on his songs. Like, he's so animated on a track. And and he really has a way to make you feel like how he's feeling when you're listening to a song like Am I a Psycho or shit, even Worldwide Choppers. You know, just the way he can get on a track and shove so many syllables in, into half a bar in a way that you wouldn't even think about doing it. Um, I first heard Tech 9 when I was living in Virginia the first time in uh, 2004 uh, was when I heard, heard Tech 9. I don't think he had blew up like how, he had, like how he is now at the time, but he was still doing the independent thing. The guy was like, the guy that put me on, he was actually from Missouri. And so he was like, yeah, I need you to listen to Tech 9. If you like Bone, you're going to love Tech 9. And I was like, Tech who? What? What are you even talking about? Because there's a Tech Nine that I know of that's from Philly. Yeah, battle he died rapper. A couple of months ago. Yeah, 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 battle rapper. And um, I thought that's who he was talking about, and I was like, that ain't Tech Nine, that ain't Tech Nine. Um, and then he was like, no, this is a different Tech Nine. But ever since then, I was like, yeah, Tech Nine, I, I, I rock with him, and I rock with, you know, I mean, beside, you know, he was like one of the first people besides Master P that I can remember to really promote himself as doing it independent. And that was another reason why I really fucked with him hard because everything that he ever got, he did himself. He didn't have a major behind him at all. Right. <laughs> and that's why I rock with Tech. I will say for Tech Nine, because I'm a fan as well, uh, I'm not picking him, obviously, because you did. 
my first song I remember appearing in was when I was very young. He had a song called I'm a Playa that was basically a parrot a parody slash rap version of the Amadeo song, right? The Amadeos, Amadeos. And he was like, I'm a player, I'm a player. And it was like my jam, right? I had him a little fucking CD Walkman, you know, download on Napster, whatever. Uh, And then I I didn't really think much of him, you know, I I had that song, it was great. And then I would say like when Bad Season came out around then, maybe a little before then, someone was like, yeah, but have you heard the new Tech None? And I'm like, dude, are you talking about that comedy rapper that made the I'm a play a song from like a, like right, 10 years right. ago? And they're like, no, dude, he likes been putting out fucking music nonstop. And I was like, oh, so then I got into it. I burned my wife a copy of Bad Season. And now it's like one of her top five favorite rappers. Like she's a big tech non fan. Um, but I will say my only hate, and it's not really a hate, um, is that people, not many rap fans seem to be tech non fans and tech non fans don't always seem to be rap fans. Right, right, like, or the like, same with Eminem, you know, like a lot of Eminem fans don't listen to fucking anything else rap music. They listen to Eminem. And, I, and like, that's kind of how Tech Nine fans are that I know. They'll be like, right. yeah, but if you heard that new Kiz Coleco album, I'm like, no, bro, I've been listening to normal. Anyway, I mean, I think it's all good, but it's like, they're all very focused on the strange music, you know? Right. Um, all right. My number three, I'm going to go super mainstream and say uh, Jay-Z as my number three pick. Uh, basically, when I was growing up, I, I do enjoy Eminem, right? And I like this kind of comes in, all plays no part. But I didn't want to be the white kid who loved Eminem. I was very self-conscious of that. And so I love Jay-Z, not just because I didn't want to like Eminem as much, but, you know, I convinced myself, like I now think Eminem's probably better in hindsight as a writer. And now that I've actually wrote... Uh, music and stuff, you know, I'm like, oh, I think I'm more impressed probably. But in the moment, I fucking loved Jay-Z. Like, he could do no wrong. Every time some Jay-Z came out, I was like, this is fucking perfect. Uh, I don't know. I just fucking love Jay-Z. So, what are your opinions? Well, I, I like Jay-Z, too. So, when I was growing up, I sort of did something similar to what you did. So, if if people were popular at the time that I was listening to music, I usually didn't rock with them. Example. <laughs> right. Exactly. So when when Wu-Tang Clan and Jay-Z and Nas and all of them were popular, I was rocking with Bones. Right. Um, in in the 80s, when when uh, Big Daddy Kane and LL and Rakim and all of them was popular, I was rocking with Digital Underground. You know, and so I like Jay-Z now and i've listened to his discography since and i really fuck with him i I like the way he uses his uh his words i love the way he uses words i love the uh he does he 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 do double entendres better than anybody that i know of (laughs) you know it's it and and if he really just going in there without writing that's pretty special you know i i mean now some people will be like well i can go in the booth without writing if i punch in yeah and i don't know if that's what he does you know i, I have no idea right if, if he just go in there lays a verse down or if he puts down a couple bars and then listens to the bars and be like okay i'm gonna say this next i don't know how that works i don't know how his process is well and i think but, a big reason why i like jay-z and it's kind of weird uh is i had downloaded or owned a copy of fade to black in high school Right, and so Fade of Black was a documentary about Jay Z going on tour, recording 
uh, the Black Album. I don't remember what the fuck it was exactly about. Uh, but it was great. And so you watched him go into the studio at Timberland, and you watched him record with Rick Rubin, Dirt Off My Shoulder, or whatever. I might have got those backwards. But either way, and yeah, it looked like he would just sit there in the booth, or in the studio, he would, in his mind, memorize his verse, and then he would just do it. And now as someone like us that we've done that, that's fuck. I think that sounds impossible for me because I can't memorize shit. Right. Like right. I write the way I freestyle. And that's kind of why my, my written verses aren't always that great is I, I freestyle like two verses and I write them down and I freestyle like I'm doing punch ins, but on a fucking piece of paper. Uh, cause I never had a microphone good enough to really do punch ins. And if people don't know what that is, that's when you, um, go in and punch in like a line or two at a time. And then your engineer cuts out all the shit, makes it sound perfect. Lil Wayne does a lot of punch in stuff. Um, but yeah, Jay Z. He has all these myths, I think, in hindsight, yeah, he's done a lot of, uh, you know, good stuff for the community, you know, and all that, uh, for hip-hop. But I just, at the time, I really enjoyed his music. Like, um, I just really, I, I was a big fan. I guess because I like Kanye, and he had those Kanye production joints, and Just Blaze. Producers used to be a bigger deal. Maybe they weren't a bigger deal, but I used to know a lot of producers' names, right? Like, Just Blaze was a big deal, and, like, every other fucking Jay-Z song was a Just Blaze song, and... uh I really enjoyed the music at the time. Uh, I will say, probably after Watch the Throne, I haven't enjoyed a whole lot of newer Jay-Z music. But I also like to look at it through the lens of if he would have gotten shot around, you know, like the way uh, Biggie or Tupac would have, I think he would be remembered as even a bigger deal. But because he lived, right. he, he gets hurt for that, for whatever reason, because he wasn't killed in his prime. So... um Anyway, going Jay-Z three. Um, who do you have as your number four? So for my number four artist, this is going to come from the tens. Now, I had to really, 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 really think really, really hard because this was around the time that I stopped being interested in music for the purposes of creating my own Dude, stuff. People do not get you it. Know, I, I used people to always, don't get that either. Right. Like, they, they don't get that. I, I, I tell them, I'm like, look, I don't want to be influenced by anything that I'm hearing. <laughs> and so I just cut myself off the music, but that's bad for lists like this because it's like, right. okay, <laughs> I don't really know who was rapping at that time. But, um, from 2010 up to now, I would have to say, um, J Cole. Um, now if I did, I did, this was this came from out of three people, and you probably know who it is: J. Cole, Drake, and Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? For me, I didn't get put on to Kendrick until lately, lately. Um, and then, as far as Drake is concerned, I think I'm I, I really I really rocked with Drake on his uh, "Thank Me Later," the first the first mixtape he put out with uh, what's the song? So far gone. That he got. With Lil Wayne, where he be, where Wayne be rapping the alphabet and shit. Ah, oh, shit! I know what you're talking about. Um, right, you know, John, I'm talking about. Um, that's when I first got put on a Drake on that song, and I was like, oh shit! And then he came out with "Thank Me Later," and I was like, oh shit! And then he kept coming out with stuff, and I was like, okay. And I think I just got Drake fatigue. I think that's what ended up happening. And and also, there's, there's things that he does now that I don't really fuck yeah. with because i because I, we write our own verses you know, i mean 
I've I've talked right, to other rappers know. and I, I get we're getting on a tangent here, but fuck it, it's my podcast. Uh, where rappers are like, hey, you know, of course Drake needs a team and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I get it, he's a pop star. I think Drake's amazing, right? Like I I I used to go to Little Wayne HQ website every day, so I've known of Drake since the get. Like I'm I'm a fan, you know, or whatever. But I remember when I was younger and I found out that Diddy didn't write his own verses. When I found out, I mean, like when you just found out these things, I do think it takes away from it. I got there's a reason why. Like, okay, I think Beyonce is very talented. I don't really care. She doesn't even write half her shit. Like, I just don't care about a lot of singers because of that. Like, it just takes something away for me personally. But anyway, anyway, right. anyway. So J Cole, I'm glad you're saying J Cole because I'm honestly, it's not that I'm against J Cole. I just don't list. I haven't listened to him much. Yeah, I like J Cole. You know, the first thing that I heard from him was in 2010 I I was I was in I was stationed at Forest Hill. It was any time in between 2010 and 2012 when I first heard J Cole. And um he comes from that portion of North Carolina where they all talk like they're from New York. That's where you know like he comes from the same spot in North Carolina that Rob J come from. They all talk like they're from Yeah, New I York, actually see that which is comparison now that you say it. Yeah. It's crazy to me because that's the only I've actually done been through that area. And that's the only spot in the South where they all talk like they're from New York. And it's crazy. I don't know how that happened. But um, but with J. Cole, I just like that, you know, he was from the South, but he was making music like he wasn't from the South. And and I I think that's why I was fucking with him Uh, with Kendrick. Like I said, I didn't hear him until late. I didn't hear. I I still haven't heard the, the, the Mad City shit. Like, I didn't start listening to Kendrick until after the Control song came out. And it wasn't because um, he wasn't good. It was just because he came out during that period of time where I wasn't listening to anybody, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'll go with J. Cole. I, I like J. Cole. I, I, just, I just like what he did. I like um, the messages in his songs, you know. I mean, I know a lot of people don't rock with J. Cole like that. Um, but I do. I rock with him, you know, just because it's positive. He doesn't really talk about bullshit that much. I mean, if he does, it, 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 it's usually not a single. It's usually like some album right. shit. And I just like his energy. I think all those guys are interesting. Uh, like Kendrick, I will say, probably if I had to choose out of those three, I'd probably say Kendrick's my favorite. But honestly, when I sit back and think about it, he doesn't have anything that like, I think stands the test of time, which people are going to be like, that's crazy. Like, I think when he has like a cool single, like damn, or even back, uh, you know, pour up drank song. I don't know what the fuck that's called at the moment, but all of, all of his like singles that are big, that are like huge hits. They are real. Like when you first show them, you're like, Oh fuck, that's badass." But I don't personally don't sit around like, Oh, I want to go back and listen to that. Whereas in, uh, and like J. Cole, I said, I don't listen to much J. Cole. I remember when he was first coming out, the reason I was turned off as, as a, a pot lover myself, I always felt like he was very preachy and judgy, right? And I was like, well, I don't like that. And then like my big thing is like I the only thing I'm trying to do with my life is not be a, a stereotypical white rapper. Like I don't want to be nasally and I don't want to rap about corny shit. And I feel like like a lot of white rappers do that, right? And so J. Cole kind of comes off as the black version of that. Like he'll he'll rap about some corny shit. And I'm like, eh, all right. I don't know. Right. So and that, and that and that's the thing that a lot of people don't like about J. Cole. They they feel like he corny. <laughs> and 
he might be. But corny. like, I love I this Return <laughs> of the Dreamers shit. Like, I like everything he does. Like, uh, Bass is like my new favorite guy or boss. I don't know if fucking pronounce his name, but every song that motherfucker comes out with, I love. So, I like his whole label. Yeah, his little dream, um, Earth Gang with them. Yeah, right? I believe so. I believe so. Yes. Yeah, he got a nice little roster over there coming. All up. right. Uh, my number four. Let's see. All right, I'm just going to put this next one on there because I think he's the most underrated rapper ever. I do believe this, which is Ludacris. Not that it's crazy, but like I'm saying the actual rapper, Ludacris. I'm going to go with my number right, four. Right. Um, I understand he's like a pop rapper, but when he came on the scene, I was in junior high and back for the first time, I believe is the name of his uh, first album. It yep. was insane. Like, Southern Hospitality was bumping on my Walkman at every fucking track meet. Like, I don't, it was just so fucking good. Like, I don't think people... Like, What's Your Fantasy was a huge fucking global deal. I mean, he did nothing but hits, dude. For, like, from the time I was in junior high up through high school, it was, like, uh, everything he touched. Like, Roll Out. Um, he done the fucking Austin Powers beat. He done the fucking Move, right. Bitch, Get Out My Way. Like, he destroyed MTV, which was a big deal for me as a teenager. Uh, he was just a, I just, no one talks about it now. Everyone just like kind of laps him off as though he's an actor now or whatever. But Ludacris had fucking bars. He just did. Like they all hold up. You can go back and listen to him. You're like, that was pretty fucking good. So I just want to give him some love. I, I rock with Ludacris. Um, so when I moved to Georgia the first time, he was a radio DJ. On yep. a station. Yeah, Chris Lava Lava. Chris, he used to have a show. It was Chris Lava Lava and Poon Daddy. P-O-O-N Daddy. <laughs> right? Um, and so um, when I saw, I was in Germany when Back for the First Time came out. And, and in Germany, all the American music comes a little bit later. And so um, one of my friends had went on leave and brought the Ludacris CD back and he played What's Your Fantasy? And I was like, what the hell is this? And he kept explaining it to me. He was like, every strip club I went to in the States was playing this fucking song. I was like, really? He was like, yeah. And it was like, they was shaking their ass to this shit. He was like, I rock with it. And, 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 and like you said, like Ludacris, Ludacris reminds me a lot, a lot like uh, Redman. Another person that doesn't get taken seriously because they're silly when they rap. Sometimes, sometimes they're silly when they rap. Sometimes, and you know, I mean, I feel like people need to give Ludacris more respect because I love the way he uses words. Um, he, you can understand what he's saying, which is big with him being. In the South, I mean, I know that he, originally he's from Chicago, but for all intents and purposes, he's May from fucking walk up to Atlanta with Jermaine <laughs> Dupri. What are y'all talking about? He's from Atlanta. That's how that works. Right. You know, um, and so, and so I, I, I like Ludacris. I like Ludacris. I like his energy. I like the energy that he brings. And I love it. It seems like anytime that he's on a feature, he just murders it. Like the I'm so cool remix. Yeah, you I'm know, so glad um, you brought this up. Right. So, uh, Lil Wayne, who was my number one, he will kill like everyone on any remix, unless Ludacris is also on that remix. Like Ludacris is the only one, in my opinion, who is like he will have the best verse on a remix. He don't give a fuck. He don't care whose song it is. Uh, he always would. Um, 
also he had that uh, verse with T.I. and the Young Buck song when him and T.I. were beefing for a little bit, if you remember this. And God right. damn it, how can I not think of the name of that song? Anyway, I've had it on so many uh, CDs and computers. But apparently Young Buck let him listen to T.I.'s verse because T.I. kind of called out Ludacris. And Ludacris comes in and, like, destroys, you know, that verse or whatever. And that being awesome. And then he put out a song called War With God, in which was he would quote – him doing a rap battle against himself, but it basically just sounds like him talking to someone who he knew was talking shit, and he destroys this person. You don't even know who he's talking about. So, like, Ludacris would have his moments. He would flex his bars, but he could still make all the fucking dope-ass club bangers, right? And I can't make any club bangers, so that's not my shit, but uh, I just respect it. And anytime I... Like, recently, that fucking Austin Powers beat when he done came on number one spot... And I was like, this motherfucker really did that shit, right? Like, he took that awesome Powers beat, and it's fucking dope. Anyway, um, so Ludacris is my number four. All right, who do you have as your last one? So my last one is an artist that probably not many people know of. His, And I'm just going to get to it. His name is Armani White. A-R-M-A-N-I White. He has a song, and the crazy shit is that I've only heard two of his songs, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I love this guy. So the one song that he has is called Wonderful, but it's spelled O-N-E-derful, like the rest right. of the word is. Uh, it, it, it's shit, man. This guy, man, like, I, it, when I heard the song, it, it's, it, the, the, the way that it built up. When I first, no bullshit. When I first heard this song, I got goosebumps, and at the end, I was crying. I was crying. I was crying. I was crying. I was like, and I wasn't, I wasn't bawling or anything because it wasn't like a a, a deep message song. It was just some rest. But the way that it built up in the instrumentation, because I, I'm a I'm a musician. I play instruments too, you know, and so the way that I heard the instrumentation and because he's using live instruments and any, any, anybody that use live instruments to rap to, I automatically fuck with them. Um, but Armani white, he, 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 I, I don't know. I don't even know if he's famous, but his, the, the YouTube video for the song that I'm talking about has over, it has a lot of views on it. I mean, it's not like 5 million or 80 million or no shit like that, but it's, it's more than a couple, a couple 20,000, you know, or something like right. that. But, um, Armani White, that's that's my guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, wonderful. That's the name of the song that I, I like the most of his. Yeah, I'm going to check it out for sure. Um, hmm, I don't know what I'm going to go with my fifth one. Uh, I think just because it was a big deal at the time, I'm going to go with Chameleon Air as my fifth option. Uh, so Chameleon Air was a Houston rapper. I'm sure everyone should know this. Uh, Houston rap blew the fuck up. Uh, Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Slim Thug, Chameleon Air, pretty much those four, in my opinion, were like when I was in high school, that was the the Houston wave that like just hit. And out of all of them, for whatever reason, I liked Chameleon Air the best because he was the most lyrical. Um, I, I think he fell off. You know, I don't really like the end of Chameleon Air's career. But just because Houston rap was such a big deal for me, uh, that's where, really why I'm going to pick him. Uh, 
And I just, I don't know, big fan of Chameleonaire. What is your opinion? Do you remember this era of rap music? Oh, I, I remember when he, the, that Houston takeover with who is Mike Jones and Lil Fina and uh, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one more. Oh, Paul Wall. You know, I, re- I remember that. It, it's funny that you brought up, like, why Chameleon. So I was reading an article on Chameleon there probably a, maybe like two, three months ago. Like, he, so he's doing very good for himself. Like, he invested his money, like, in, like, tech and, and tech companies and whatnot. And he's he's killing it in, in that way. And I want to say that he says something to the effect of, that he wants he wants to start rapping again, but the money is too good for what he's doing right. <laughs> now. Hell yeah, I know Paul Wall's like yeah. a dentist. Like he legitimately gives people grills still, but like in a dentist shop. Oh so, wow! You know the crazy thing is that Mike Jones is my friend on social media, but it's crazy because I did I didn't even think that he was real because he lost a shit ton of weight, and so he's he's like skinny now. And and when I saw him, I was like. And, and the crazy thing is that he requested me. I didn't request to be his friend. Cause I, I never, I never request to be anybody's famous friends because it just seems thirsty, right? <laughs> you know. And so, and, but he requested me, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's Mike Jones." And then I went to see, you know how? Because sometimes people be making fake pages for other people and shit. And so I was, went through the timeline. I was like, "Oh, this shit's really him. It's really him." I don't know what he's doing, you Dude, know. I, I honestly, maybe should have chose Mike Jones. Really. Um, one of my favorite all-time mixtapes, I don't know how I didn't think of this for fucking what I know the top five mixtapes or else it would have been on there, um, was Mike Jones and Magnificent's first-round draft pick. Like, I, to this day, still own that burnt CD from high school, and every one of those fucking songs is a banger. So fucking Mike Jones was a big fucking deal. But honestly, he just got too famous, right? For people around here would go around yelling, who, Mike Jones, all the time. So I was like, all right, he can't be my favorite. Uh, Chameleonaire is my favorite. That was kind of how it went, to be honest. Um, all right, we've been talking for a long time, so I'll try to go through a few uh, honorable mentions. Like I said, Eminem we mentioned. I do love Eminem now, but just growing up, I didn't want to like Eminem. I enjoyed the Marshall Mathers LP, but pretty much after that, like I don't like the Eminem show. I don't like. I, I like it, but I just didn't like it at the time. You know, like all that more poppy stuff. Right. Uh, I love everything he comes out with now. And people are all like, he's an old man. He needs to quit rapping fast. I'm like, fuck you. It's great. It's great. And he's having fun. I don't see why anyone could hate on this. Um, right. <laughs> but. I, I like Eminem. I, I, I like Eminem. Um, I, lo- I love the way he uses his words. And you can tell that he is a student of hip hop. Right. You know, you can, you, can, you can really tell that he thinks about how he's going to write. You can even uh, I watched it. You know, I watched lots of lots of interviews with Eminem talking about his craft and how he explains it as a puzzle that he's trying to put together. You know, matching the syllables, making sure there's there's the same amount of syllables in this line as it is in this line. You know, the way he constructs his rhymes, the things that a normal listener wouldn't appreciate. Right. You know, oh, I want all the words to rhyme in every line. With each other, you know, stuff like that, you know, just just I love the way that he challenges himself. I love the way that 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 he he still tries to because once you get so good, it's real easy to just be like, okay, that's good enough. Okay, that's good enough because because Eminem's good enough is better than most. 
I you know, and so I, I like I like the way that he 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 tries to challenge himself. Um, an honorable mention for me, um, and I already mentioned it already, is Redman. Um, I, I think I think like like Ludacris, I think that Redman is slept on tremendously, and he would be even more slept on if he hadn't made music with Method Man. <laughs> like, it's crazy because, like, if you talk to people now, they think that Method Man and Red Man are a group. <laughs> you like, know uh, what I mean? They didn't how high. Which, <laughs> right, 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 right. And so it's, it, it, it's crazy because, like, I, I, I liked every album that Red Man has ever made. Every single one. And I can't say that for a lot of artists. I mean, Bone Thugs is my favorite group, but I don't like every one of their right. albums. <laughs> you know, every album that Redman has come out with, I've liked. Well, I'll put it like this. Every album that I know about, because you know how artists be putting out albums now and shit, you know, it's it's so hard to know when an artist put out an album unless you're looking for it, and it's too many artists to look right. for now. <laughs> and so, but yeah, Redman, that's, 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 that would be my honorable yeah. mention. I, I really did want to put them on a list, but those other five guys, I was just like, I got to put them on, especially Armani White. I, I definitely had to right. put him. Uh, and then Kanye, uh, there, there's certain albums I love of Kanye, certain ones I hate. Um, everyone's, you know, got their opinion of Jesus as King lately. I just don't think it sounds good. I don't really care about the message or whatever. People can have their own opinion. I just listened to it. It was like, I don't think it sounds that good. I don't know why we're all arguing, but... Uh, so he doesn't make my list because he's. I don't think he's consistent enough. Like I, do, I love Jesus. I love College Dropout. I don't really like uh, Late Registration and Jesus is King. Like, I don't know. Like to me, I'm it just hit or miss for Kanye for me personally. Right, right. Like I, I like that Kanye is an artist. I do like that. I mean, I like that he's not afraid to do what he right. wants. But like, like you, I feel like, like I like. I like a uh, college dropout. I like uh, I, I I do like a uh, late registration. I don't like I don't like eight oh eight and heartbreak. Yeah, I'm not a big fan either. Right. Um, I, I'm not a fan of that. My twisted dark fantasy or whatever that shit's called. Yeah, that, that's the one yeah. that had that uh bound shit on it, right? I believe so. I believe so. I yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that album. I haven't heard the latest yeah. one. But what I have heard is um, Lecrae, he was talking about um, Kanye's last album. And this is what he had to say about it. He said, it's not his best album, but he, but he does like what he's talking about. And so maybe I'll give it a listen just to see what he's talking about. Because I'm the kind of person, like, I try to find stuff that I can like. Like, for instance, I don't like mumble rap. But I do understand why people like it, you know, because it sounds good. It sounds good. Well, you I think know? you got to find the... It sounds... As far as mumble rappers, for me, uh, I think there's some artists that aren't technically mumble rappers, but they're close enough that they get thrown in there. For instance, like uh, this new rapper, Lil Tecca, which people, everyone that I tell them, like, actually, I love every song I've ever heard of his. And people are like, how can you like that? You don't like music like that. I'm like, oh, no, it's fucking cool. Like Lil Skies. I'm like, every fucking Lil Skies song I've heard, I thought it's pretty cool. And I, it's not really my shit, but um, there are some rappers right, right. that'll sneak through. Um, 
I will say on Kanye stuff, I'm not the demagogue. I'm not very religious, you know, and so uh, I and as someone who writes music, I just think the lyrics sound lazy. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. Like everyone will some someone will love it. You know, that's how the shit is. Um, right. And then I want to give more quick shout outs. Big Sean. Uh, he just has some songs. I just think he's really fucking good. I think other times he mails it in. So I guess he's just not consistent enough. But um, there has been moments I've been like, fucking, I just love Big Sean. And then as far as the new people, um, I really seem to like half of Hop- Hopson's songs. Uh, the ones in which he's being a little more real, I like. All the ones that he's being kind of weird and corny, I'm not a big fan of. But Hobson, I think, is cool. Uh, Joyner Lucas, I fucking just everything he does, I'm like, fucking great. And then uh, Euro, who is signed to uh, Young Money, every song he does is awesome. And I'm like, I just doesn't put out more music. Uh, but anyway, so those are my newer rappers, I guess. Yeah, so out the new guys, I mean... Out the- we're going to overlap on a lot of these. Like, I, I fuck with Joyner Lucas. Everything that I've heard him do is just incredible. Um, the newer guys, uh, shit. I'm, as far as fucking with this person, I don't know if I fuck with him, but um, he does have a couple of songs that I rock to. I guess you could say, like, uh, Young Thug, he has a couple of songs that I really like to listen to. They're older songs now, and so I can't really say that he's a new guy. When he come out like two, 2013? Honestly, I just like don't that. listen to him much. Yeah. Uh, so I hate, I'm like the type that I would hate on him, but I don't even really listen to it. You know, I'm one of those people. Like I couldn't, like if someone was like, that's a Young right. Thug song, I'd be uh-huh. like, I would have to believe you because I'm not, I'm just not familiar enough to know. I fuck with, uh, 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 what's the ball name? What's the ball name? Let's make a deal, bitch. Be for real. Um, slum dog, slum dog, some shit. Fucking, uh, damn, what's the name of the fucking Q God, the slum dog, or some shit like that? I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name, but he, he, he's cool. I, I, I fuck with all those YBN, all those YBN balls. Um, but the one that I rock with the most is uh, YBN Cora Day. He has a song out called Kung Fu. That shit is, I like it. I like it a Talk lot. Talk about Ski Master um, Slump God because I kept so, trying to think of. <laughs> Ski Master Slump God. Ski Master Slump God. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, I, I stole like, a I, melody yeah. off of a YBN Corday song because someone said they wanted me to make him a beat that, you know, a rapper friend of mine. And he was like, I've really been listening to, you know, uh, Corday stuff, and I was like, all right, I'll pull up a song, and I somehow learned how to just steal the melody off that beat, and then I kind of felt bad, but I was like, yeah, right. I think that's what producers do, right? I don't know, right? Um, no. All right, well, we're we've went way long, but that's fine. Uh, we'll get it down to something reasonable. Hopefully, people stuck it out. But uh, thanks for coming on. We done our top five rappers. Uh, I'm sure it'll get updated someday, and we'll have to do other, you know, fucking lists and all that. Um. But we'll try to have you back on EJ, so think of some shit if you want to talk about some other shit, and uh, we'll do it. Definitely. I'm I'm trying to become semi-regular, you know what I mean? So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have some Yeah, honestly, have some more people doing the calling in, because it is kind of easier on me to just have people call in as opposed to people come over to my house, you know? So uh, we're, I'm working on it. We'll see how it goes. All right. Well, peace, man. Indeed. Stay up. 
Tyler, what you want? I grew up in low-income houses with those ladies playing skip Too much premature with a heart condition, I've always been sick, bro Bending my mind, but this time I'm sucking limbo So I try to climb above the pain like a window I stay on my tiptoes, don't want to serve the peace And I'm sorry to the old homies, ain't heard a word from me Don't take it personally, man, my life was fucked up And when I finally found me, I seen we lost touch I guess more than my age has changed in the last year Starting to think being an asshole's what got me here Nowadays a few hundred less friends than Facebook says But then again, shit, I'm happy that my ass ain't dead and People say to me, how could I do methamphetamines? I was young, dumb, stupid, with something in between That's to you from me, just a little advice And no, I wouldn't change a thing if I had to do it twice So take it with a grain of rice, do what you like Cause no matter what they say, there's just two rules of life You can fall for anything if you don't take a stand And no matter what the score, you don't get a second chance So take it with a grain of rice, do what you like, cause no matter what they say, there's just two rules of life. You can fall for anything if you don't take a stand. And no matter what the score, you don't get a second chance. People see me every day, think I'm the perfect picture. On the outside, I'm fine, but pain's a normal fixture. In the late 90s, concocted cocktails and mixtures of drugs, alcohol, and partying. That was my scripture, and I was deep in it. It led me to my downfall. With my back on the stretcher, I'm rolling through the halls. I had lost all my marbles, but I still maintain my balls. So disconnected, 911 couldn't connect my calls. 2004, now I'm back on my feet, spitting truth in the booth so effortlessly. I should have been paying attention instead of making. The beat. Rapping was the only thing my wife couldn't defeat Separated five years later in 2009 This was another thing that made me lose part of my mind Roll love lost and lessons learned invested that time Now I'm the bald-headed bastard and I'm doing just fine So take it with a grain of rice, do what you like Cause no matter what they say, there's just two rules of life You can fall for anything if you don't take a stand And no matter what the score, you don't get a second chance So take it with a grain of rice, do what you like cause no matter what they say, there's just two rules of life You can fall for anything if you don't take a stand And no matter what the score, you don't get a second chance So take it with a grain of rice, do what you like Cause no matter what they say, there's just two rules of life You can fall for anything if you don't take a stand And no matter what the score, you don't get a second chance So take it with a grain of rice, do what you like Cause no matter what they say, there's just two rules of life You can fall for anything if you don't take a stand And no matter what the score, you don't get a second chance